0: Hello everybody, this is S. Anthony Thomas, and before the show starts, a couple of seconds of blatant whoring on my part. If you would like to buy some S. Anthony Says merchandise, there's only one place you can do it. It's Cafe Press. And how do you find it? CafePress.com forward slash S. Anthony Says. If you would like to donate to the program, and why wouldn't you? You can do so at paypal.me forward slash S Anthony says. If you would like to bang sAnthony, and who wouldn't? You just got to go to myhouse forward slash ladies. <laughs> I'm sure that's going to get all the babes.
1: That will get absolutely no babes.
0: Oh, even before the show, you show up. In the...
1: <sighs> Jesus Christ, I'm trying
0: to, trying to get, sell some merchandise and get a couple. And get it on with some women. And this guy shows up.
1: I can hear that.
0: <sighs> All right. I'm just gonna start the show now. This is getting embarrassing. Well, hello, hello. How you doing? How you doing? This is the S. Anthony says podcast. This is the S. Anthony Thomas. How are you doing? This, my friends, is episode number two, four, nine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How you doing? Well, I'll tell you one thing, my friends is see, now I have to be really careful uh, and specific about referencing things now, because when I started doing this podcast, you know, there were only people kind of listening in like Pennsylvania and California. But now people are listening in, in a bunch of different states and then in, and in some other countries, Canada and um, and then the United Kingdom and stuff like that. So um I just want to say this, where I am right now, currently the eastern seaboard of the, of the United States of America, it is cold as crap, and it just snowed in New Jersey. And um, that kind of sucks, right? Because me being busy, I, didn't, I literally didn't even bother checking the weather. I had no idea the damn snow was coming, and that's my fault. I had no idea it was actually about to snow until I walked outside and went, oh, crap. I actually did a little periscope for my friend's back, uh, my friend's back window and showed the snow that I didn't know was coming. Um, so, snow blows. But I'm glad it wasn't that much snow because I remember the last time I was here and it snowed, it snowed three or four times. Each time a couple of feet of snow and shoveling snow, my friends, absolutely sucks. It sucks. Anybody that tells you they like shoveling snow is shoveling horse crap into your ear. Nobody likes it. Nobody. Now, being somebody who was born on the east coast of the United States of America, I'm familiar with snow and cold weather and I've gotten used to it. Then I spent the entire 90s and change in California and in that region of the country. So it was a decade or so of not seeing snow at all then I come back here and damn it here we go again. But here's the thing man. People that don't how can can I put this? People that don't have snow in their areas, always think of snow as this romantic thing. Oh, we're gonna go up to Big Boulder. We're gonna go up to Skiville. We're gonna go to Scooby Doo. But all of that crap because you're going to the snow, right? When you go away, you leave the snow behind. You don't have to wake up the next day and deal with that crap. The snow is up there where you were skiing, but not down here where you're living. Well, what about you had to stay at the damn ski resort and then you had to shovel your car out? Oh, would that be fun? Would you travel up to the ski resort Oh, well, we're not going to do any skiing. We're going to try something different. We've changed the ski lodge into a shovel-out cars lounge. That's right. We brought in a bunch of old cars and covered them in snow. And we're going to give you all shovels. You're going to shovel out the snow with your family. Take some wonderful pictures. And then after you shovel the, the cars out, well, by that time, it'll be time for your punk asses to go home. And that will be your wonderful vacation. That's right. When you go back to work, you won't be going, hey, Bill, hey, Susie, I went skiing. You're going to be hey, Bill, hey, Susie, what did you do this weekend? Well, what we did was we got uh, our family together. You take your skis? Oh, there was no need for skis. We are doing this new fad called digging out cars. What? Yeah, it's great. You don't get on the slopes? You don't have time for the slopes. There's about seven feet of snow wrapped around the car, and we'd spend the entire weekend digging that crap out. And then when we're done, we go home. That kind of sucks. No, it's the new end thing. It's great. No one would say that. Now, as somebody who lives in an area that snows all the time, not like in certain areas of the country where they get killed with snow. Like I have some some pod buddies who live up out in Colorado. I'm sure they get crushed. And I have some friends and family up in Buffalo, New York, near Canada. And I'm sure, if I remember correctly, having having called up and laughed at them on several occasions uh, <laughs> when they get real snow. It's a pain to deal with it. I'm 48 years old now and I have no problem shoveling. There's no health effects or I don't feel fatigued after shoveling. I'm still young enough and I'm in good enough shape now that shoveling is really not that big of a deal for me. But there will come a time in the future when I won't be able to do it as efficiently or I'll be afraid I'm going to injure myself or get or drop dead or some crap like that. And I'm starting to feel now The same way athletes must feel, the ones that are smart enough to leave their sport while they still have some ability. You see, I still can shovel. I still can do it quickly. I still can do efficiently. But you see, I don't want to. And I have some money. And there's young people with shovels walking around outside. You see, I can give them the money and they'll do it. They actually, I remember giving some kids some money one time, the shovel, and he goes, you sure, Mr. Thomas, you don't want to do it? I'm like, not a problem, kid, you do it. Really? Your back hurting or something? Nope, I just don't want to do it. And that's the way it goes. It's like being an athlete that leaves, right? You ever seen a really old guy trying to shovel his, shovel his, his sidewalk, and you're looking at him going, that is awful. I can't believe this poor old man is trying to shovel his walkway oh that's going to take forever if he does it himself Uh, oh, that's a shame well back to the game close the curtain i don't want to feel guilty if i look over in that direction and he's out there shoveling i'm going to feel guilty and want to go and help him but since i'm not going to do that you might as well close the curtain <laughs> hand me another sausage <laughs> i mean I, I really i mean that was just a joke i actually went out and helped the old guy shovel his 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 um thing you know where you know because that because because i'm definitely not the kind of person that would see an old guy struggling to shovel the front of his house knowing that he has a massive amount of walkway left and then would 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 close the curtain just now and begin watching the uh pittsburgh steelers miami game even though it sucks and drinking hot hot cocoa because that but because that's i'm not that type of person i mean the fact that i just said uh, the Miami Dolphins, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers game. And right now that game is actually on. I just randomly chose those two two teams. It's not because it, I just now closed the curtain and watched an old guy struggle to shovel t- because I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> but that's the case, man. You, if you go to the snow, it's, it's, it's fun because you went to it. Not if the snow comes to you and falls on your stuff. You know, it's like it's like when you watch an MMA fight, these people are getting punched in the face and they're willing to do it. They're going, I am going to get into a profession where I kick people in the face and they kick me in the face and I slam them and they slam me and I elbow them in the face and they elbow me in the face and we beat the crap out of each other. They choose to do that. And think about it. That's their profession. That's what they're going to do for a living. Which means every time they go to work, someone hits them in the face. Even when they're practicing for when people hit them in the face, they gotta get hit in the face to practice for other people hitting them in the face. That's their job. But they love it. I know fighters, you know what? They genuinely love it. But they chose it. Right? It's like people that choose to go and get in the snow. But if you live in an area where the snow comes to you and you have no choice, it's kind of like walking into a bar and then someone sneaking up on you and going, I am going to punch you in the face. And you're going, whoa, I did not want that. And they're like, you shouldn't have come in this bar. You got no choice. And then they crack you in the mouth.
1: You're like, what the hell? I did not want to be cracked.
0: You have no choice. You happen to be in this bar and in this bar at this particular time. Every time this time hits the clock, we whip people's asses. It's the same thing. If you live in an area where it snows, guess what's going to happen? At that particular time of year, every time it's going to snow. It's a little different. So I would say to people that are My friends, and I have friends in California who've never actually left that side of the country and have never actually, I know people that have never physically touched snow, ever. I mean, and I thought that was bullcrap. I thought they were lying to me. Snow, i never touched it. I don't even know what it feels like. You don't know what it feels like? Okay. Do you have a freezer? Yes. Okay. Let's go downstairs. Give me your chisel. And then you scrape out a whole bunch of ice. And then I put it in my hand. I said, close your eyes. Okay. And then I took a handful of that shit and put it on the side of his face.
1: What the hell is that shit?
0: That's what snow feels like. Oh, man. Now, imagine if it was just not a handful of snow being hit, put on the side of your face by your buddy. Imagine if there was enough of that to cover your car and your lawn and the back of your house and the front of your house and the street outside and in fact it would be enough of that to cover every street you would possibly drive on at all during the course of your work week that's what it's like ah but i forgot something else you're responsible for getting it up, right? It's not like a it's not like an, a, a leak on the street when 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 a water main bla- breaks. No, no, when the city comes and fixes it. No, no, this is your responsibility. And in fact, if you don't get it up within about three hours after, with about a man an hour or so after it snows, and someone falls and busts their ass on it, they can sue you because you, the person who's responsible for it, didn't get it up. What is that? It's bullshit. Ah, no. It's living with snow, you bastard. Oh, there's something else that's wonderful. When you dig your car out and you drive to the snow well there's a lot of snow and some of the snow is going to cover cars and there are going to be places where cars are not there are no cars just blank street but the snow is so high that people can't park there so what are they going to do well they see this spot that's been dug out by someone who graciously dug out a nice car size hole and they park their car in the mirror right in that spot and you're thinking what the hell is this get out of my spot but you can't find the person why can't you find the person because you don't know which house they're in it doesn't matter which you can't just assume it's the house next door no they're just gracious and they're just grateful to have a spot to park their car in which means you'll have to either call all of your neighbors and you're not going to do that why you don't have all of their numbers why would you have your their numbers you can just walk to the house their neighbors but it's snowy outside it's really really cold which means you'll have to get in Put on your clothes and walk outside. And then what are you gonna have to do after that? Knock on every door. Walk through all the snow. Knock on every door. Bother this person and then the next person and then the next person and then the next person. And then the next person and then the next person and then the next person. And then the next person, 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 and so on and so forth until you find the culprits. and try to get them to come out and move their car. And what are they gonna do? They're gonna go, okay, I'm in the bathroom. I'm in the bathroom right now. I'll be out there in a minute. I have the keys with me. As soon as I get out of the bathroom, I'm gonna come down there. And I'm going to move that car. And you're going to go fantastic. And you're going to feel great. And you're going to walk back through the snow back to your house and you're going to walk in the house and every five minutes you're going to look out the window and the car's still there and the car's still there. The car is still there and you're going damn it, what the hell? But you don't have your neighbor's number so you get back in your clothes. You walk back there, to go back. back to Oh, I'm so sorry, man. I forgot all about it. I'm sorry. I got caught in conversation. I want to get my coat and I'm going to be right out there to move that car. Okay, great. Not a problem. Not a problem. You go back to your house. You go back in your house. You take off your coat. You sit down. Well, he's going to move the car, honey. It's not a problem. Okay, great. And then all of a sudden the best, it has not moved his car at all, he hasn't moved his car at all, he has not moved a car it's back in your space, it's back in your space, it's back in your space and you're getting angrier and angrier and angrier and you want to walk back down there and kick his ass but you can't cause his whole family's there and they stomp your guts out but you're mad at him and you're pissed at him and then what do you do, you go back outside and you take your shovel out and you're in a bad mood and you just start putting snow back putting snow back and more snow back and more snow back and you buried a bastard back in the place and you're going well I got news for you jerk off if you I can't have the spot then you're not getting out of the spot you're not getting out of the spot you bastard and you shovel that bastard into the spot that spot stealing bastard and you sit there with your hot cocoa looking out the window and you're sipping your hot cocoa and you're sipping your hot cocoa and even though you're mad you still have to park four blocks away you're now looking at this bastard and what happens His the car is thing and just sh- shoveled in and out the bastard comes down and curses out but he can't tell it was you because the snow plow did come by ha! plausible deniability now you can act like it wasn't you and the bastard doesn't see you looking out the window and laughing and that bastard walks all the way back down to his family's house borrows their shovel digs the spot back out walks all the way back which was kind of dumb he should have just put the shovel back in the car and drove back but he's stupid it doesn't matter he walks back gets the shovel back to them comes back gets in his car and drives away and 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 you laugh your ass off and you say, ha ha, punk. And you come outside and you put a chair in a spot. You're not really supposed to put a chair in the spot. No, police will give you a ticket for putting a chair in the spot. But it's kind of late at night. And the police don't really come on this block like that anyway. It's really not that big of a deal. So you put the chair there anyway. And then you trudge four blocks in the snow to get your car. And what happened, as it turned out, you also parked in somebody's parking spot. And that bastard is as vindictive as your ass and had piss punk ass buried your car back in. Now you gotta walk four black blocks back to your house to get a shovel, you walk to get the shovel, you walk all the way back to your car to dig that crap out, and then you dig your car out, like you put the shovel in the trunk, you get back in your car, you drive back to your house, you want to get your spot, it's great, you move the punk ass chair out of the way, you throw it on there, I didn't like that chair in the first place, you work your way back into your spot, you go into your house, you open the door, and you're going, honey, I got the car back in front of the house, that snow. Spot stealing bastard! What happened to you? Somebody did the same crap to me. Apparently, I parked in somebody else's spot and they dug me back in. But that's not the point. The point is, I'm back in front of the house, and that's it. Then what is this? There's something in the mailbox. The police wrote a ticket because I I, I, I blocked my own parking spot with a chair. So it's a big ticket. You're upset with me, aren't you? Yes, I am. Hmm. So I guess, I guess this um, this going. To, this was supposed to be sex night. It's not sex night anymore, asshole. Uh, maybe not with you. It isn't. What did you mean by that? Don't worry. I didn't mean I was going to cheat. I meant I was going to masturbate in the bed next to you. That's gross. Yeah. Well, it's going to happen. <laughs> That's a long story. I don't know why I told it. <laughs> But it's it's really difficult being in a snowy area, and like I said, I'm at the point now where I, I still physically can move the snow. But what I'm gonna do now, like I said, I'm gonna have some kids pick uh, uh, do that crap. I don't want to. I want to retire from snow shoveling while I'm still at the top of my game. I want to retire from it. Like I said, I would rather retire from the snow shoveling game while I still got a few years left, right? Because if you retire, if you start paying kids after you done falling out of fall out a couple times everybody knows well he's got a bad back and he can't do it anymore guess what's going to happen the price is going to go up those little bastards they've been way that those people have been watching shark tank or something because i've seen them price gouge people and them paying more money to have their stuff shoveled well you do have a bad back mr johnson i mean you wouldn't want to be out there shoveling your snow and with a bad back or anything like that you know mr johnson (laughs) Oh, what are you saying, boy? I'm just saying you can't shuffle for yourself. So maybe you might want to offer up a few more bucks for all this shoveling. You really think all this shoveling is only worth $20? Well, I got news for you, sir. We think it's worth $60. I'm not paying $60. Really? Well, let me ask you something, Mr. Johnson. Did you know that an ambulance ride costs $600? Are you going to threaten to hurt me? Of course not. We're little kids. What we're saying is we'll go away. You'll attempt to shovel. You'll collapse. And then we'll have to call an ambulance for you. And then you're going to be in the hospital. And you'll have the hospital bill plus the ambulance, right? I know you're kind of old. I know that some of your insurance will cover the cost of most of this. But let me ask you a question, sir. What about the time spent in the emergency room? What's that worth to you? Huh? Huh? What about the time of sitting there with, with young women and new doctors looking at your wrinkly nuts and going, no, sir, we're not laughing at your balls. We're laughing at something else entirely, even though while we're laughing, we're pointing at your old wrinkly balls. And then you'll wind up bringing your old ass back here. And now it's even more frozen, sir. Then what are you going to do? Huh? Because by then it won't be $60, sir, because it's a much, much more difficult job to do. We're gonna charge you a hundred. So it's your choice. You either give us sixty bucks now, or you ride in an ambulance after you collapse, you pay the hospital bill, you have a bunch of people laughing and act your old wrinkly balls, and then you wind up having to pay a hundred dollars. What's it worth, sir? Cough up the money, old man. We know you got a good pension. We know you got a good pension because well, quite frankly, we kinda read your mail before, you know, the mailman well, that's a that's a different story. but just pay us the money you old bastard alright you young punks here's your money that's right now get in the house and tell your wife we like those chocolate chip cookies we want some of those chocolate chip cookies and we ain't talking about her coming to the door with a plate with, with, with 10 cookies on it we all get a cookie each and some crap like that we want 10 cookies each 10 chocolate chip cookies each we know you have enough chocolate chip cookies in there for the 10 cause once I said we go through your mail and we know she got a discount on Toll house cookies and she got a whole bunch of rolls of it and we did the math and we know you we can make enough cookies for all of us. Now get the cookies, old man. That's right. Because little kids are scum. Okay, not all little kids. Just little kids like the ones I just pretended to be. <laughs> but with me, it's not like that. They can't pull that crap on me. Well, Mr. T, they tried that crap on me one time. I said, nah, you know, that's a little bit too much. I ain't paying that much for it. Well, then you're going to have to do it yourself, huh? Isn't that a lot of snowing for someone your age? Oh, Really? I'm 48, not 88, punks. And then I walked outside while they sit, sat there looking at me, expecting me to pass out, and I shoveled my stuff so damn good and efficiently I shoveled it 10 times faster than they would have shoveled it and there was a whole bunch of their little punk asses when I looked over at them like yeah you little bitches look at that shit you don't even do you little punk asses all you guys all do is shovel a little punk ass walking trail your your trail is so thin that you shovel in the street that people have to sometimes people have to step into the snow to let each other pass but guess what punks I shoveled a whole damn walkway I shoveled a whole damn walkway and I putting good amount of salt down. I don't put that punk salt down that your little punk asses put down. I put down enough salt that there's no place for anybody to slip and fall and sue me, you little punks. In fact, I got 110 pounds of salt. I might just decide to go to a couple of these people's houses because I'm feeling so good. I'm feeling so good after shoveling mine. I feel so warmed up. I'm feeling so generous. I'm thinking maybe, just maybe, I might want to go to a couple of these old people's houses and shovel them for a little less than you charge. Oh, yeah.
1: You wouldn't do that, sir? Oh, I might
0: do it, you little punks. In fact, what I might do 'Cause I might shovel this stuff for free.
1: No, not free.
0: That's right, you little bitches. Gonna try to blackmail me like you blackmailed the old man down there. I saw that crap. And granted, I was laughing and going, "Ha ha ha!" That you get, you get, you old Because back in the day, you kicked us off your lawn. So I think he pretty much deserved it. But that's a different story, that's really none of your business, you little pieces of crap. But I'm telling you right now, from now on, I change my mind. Next year. You little mother suckers are going to do mine. we are going to shovel my house.
1: Okay, great.
0: But you ain't going to charge me crap. What do you mean? You're going to do the front and back of my house for free. Because if you don't do the back and front of my house for free, I'm going to do this entire block for free. You wouldn't? Oh, I would, you little punks. That's right. And don't start thinking, well you're gonna get old eventually. I know I'm gonna get old eventually, but you know what won't get old eventually? The fact that I have enough money to very, very easily buy a snowblower and a really, really long extension cord. Oh it'll only take me a few seconds by house to do what you do. And it won't cost me that much in electricity because I'll be able to do it quickly, you little pieces of crap. Now right now, if you don't do in fact, since I've already done my front of my house, I don't have anything for you to do right now, but I got one other thing i need to do i need to get the snow off the mighty toyota camry and in fact i'm not doing it you little bitches are gonna do it get your punk ass over there right now and get the snow off the mighty toyota camry and just in case you little assholes decide you want to scratch the paint or do something to the car i know what it looked like i have pictures of my car i took yesterday just in case and I know exactly what where scratches were and where scratches weren't because there were no scratches, little bastards. And if I see one scratch on my car, if I see one little and if my tires are flat or some crap like that, any kind of sabotage to my ride, you little pieces of crap, I am going to buy a snowblower and I'm going to blow the snow off of all these houses. In fact, I'm going to get a big snowblower and take the source of your real money. I'm going to clear out the street. No, don't clear out the street. Shut up, assholes. Get to work, you little punk asses. I know what you're thinking out there, everybody. You're probably thinking I'm being a little too harsh on those little tubs of crap. But let me tell you something. You mess with the bull, you get the horn. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) But if you don't live in a snowy area, you don't know what it's like. You know, but I do. So there's a lesson for you. If you're an adult and you live near me, because you know I live in New Jersey right now, tell your kids they better act right when it comes to snow time. Or Mr. Thomas is going to buy a snowblower and run their little punk asses out of business. Oh yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Segment over. All right, guys, let's talk about something interesting here. Facebook is another is, is, on the, is on the map again. And how is it on the map again? Because I actually got contacted by a, a girlfriend from back when I was in my teen years. Uh, so I, if I'm 48, that means she's 58 years old. She was like 29 years old. I was about 19. And uh, how can I put this politely? Uh, we banged the crap out of each other for a little while. And... Uh, it was really an interesting thing because as an older guy, as a 48 year old guy now, I would have immediately been able to assess the situation and realize that, you know, she I was basically kind of like the rebound guy, you know, and it it—it—and it turned out she started to like me. So we stayed together for a little bit longer. But eventually it got to the point where, you know, when you're when you're 19 years old and the girl, you, the woman you're getting it on with is 29, that ain't going to work out. Eventually, she's going to go, you're just a dopey kid, and I need to be with someone who's already established in their career. It was fun, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But instead of breaking up with me, she was literally kind of like test driving some other dude, a.k.a. cheating on me. And I didn't realize it. And she had been cheating on me for a while. And I just thought, well, my schedule is a comic. It really didn't matter too much because it's not like I get—I could figure it out because I was away enough where I wasn't around her enough to see the signs. But one day I do a gig, and instead of staying for the whole weekend at this particular city, I decide to go to where she is because she was expecting me anyway. But I got there a little early, and I had a key to the place. And what I was going to do was I was going to go in and romantic it up and put thing on the rose petals and the thing on that and to put them bubble bath and all. i was gonna do something nice i wanted to you know i, I was I'm, a, I'm i was not just 19 i was deep into 19 years old now i wasn't just 19 i didn't just turn 19 i was 19 and a half now and it's time to show my 29 year old girlfriend that i'm banging the crap out of who's banging the crap out of me how mature i am because i'm now 19 and a half not just 19 ha! <laughs> so i show up at our house and i find out through subtle ways that she's cheating on me with some guy who's a little bit older than her. And you're probably going, Well, come on, man. You're you're a, you were a nineteen year old kid. You were probably just, you know, a little bit too jealous. You're probably just jealous because you have this beautiful twenty nine year old who's banging the crap out of you and you're banging the crap out of her. You probably saw something stupid and just jumped to conclusions and no, this was really a telltale sign that the twenty nine year old Hottie that I was taking to Drillville, she was cheating. How do I know she was cheating? I'll give you a hint, I walked in and she was banging a dude. Yeah, that's how you know when your woman is cheating. When you walk in and there's a dude on top of her taking her to Pound Town. And you're standing there and you're looking and he's just pounding away and she's digging it. And you know she digs it because she's making the same sound she's made when you took her to Drill City on a regular basis. And then she looks over and goes, and he looks over and goes, huh? But they keep pounding. I'm going. this I'm standing here angry, and you're still pumping. What the hell is it? Hey, uh, I said, what are you? And they stop for a second. He's still on top of her, by the way. What the hell is this bull crap? I ought to kick your ass. And the guy goes, Oh, just, I'll be. Hey, come on, kid. Just wait outside for a second. Uh, so you can get dressed. No, so I can finish this up. So you can finish it up. And I walked out and closed the door. And I was about to storm out. You know, and I opened the door back up, and they weren't getting dressed. He was still going. I said, I still keep getting get off of her and get your clothes because alright kid I'll be out there and I'll be out in five minutes I'll finish this up it'll just only take five more minutes and I close the door and I didn't realize what he just said he didn't say I'll be dressed in five minutes he said I was going to finish this up five minutes he literally was telling me I'm almost done the complete act of banging your girlfriend but I want to complete the act of banging your girlfriend before I go I mean I'm five minutes away from finishing banging her and I'm not leaving until I finish and I'm standing there with the door closed I was so mad and then he comes out and he's with his clothes under his arm and I'm telling you right now (laughs) what a loser he said he was going to need five more minutes he only needed two more minutes what a punk and then she comes outside And she's looking at me and she was so double guilty. You know, when somebody is caught so red handed, they don't even know what to say. And instead of addressing what just happened, they try to start a regular conversation as if you're dumb enough to be so distracted by the new conversation, you're going to forget what you just said. And I'm standing there looking at her and I was going to whoop that dude's ass. But I'm like, "Uh, I don't want to, you know, beat his ass and wind up in jail. And all of a sudden. You know, I'm in jail, and then he's back here banging the crap out of it, laughing. Going, How, remember that kid that almost whipped, that whipped my ass? <laughs> yeah, it's too bad. Speaking of asses, bend over. No, no, no. I let him go, and I wanted to talk to her. And like I said, she's going to try to start a conversation to distract me from what just happened, as if she's going to go, so, um... I'm going to get some coffee. You want some coffee, too? Oh, sure. I'd love some coffee. No problem. Hey, this is some good coffee. What brand is this? Hey, this is the brand my grandfather used to used to, uh, used to to drink all the time. I tell you, I just got some funny stories about my grandfather. Man, I forgot why I was coming over here, and I really don't even remember another guy on top of you taking you to Pound City. Wait a second. You almost had me fooled. Oh, hell no. Talking about, do you want some coffee? No, I don't want to do. I want to know why you let that other dude in your ass. That's what I want to know
1: you were raised so often
0: i was going away often all the time anyway what you can't go in two days without somebody else sending you you make me sick and i knew i was mad because she was already naked and then she was starting to hit on me and i was sitting there going really another guy was just i mean you you, i mean you want me to i mean you didn't even go take a shower but ew it's gross and then we had the knockdown, drag out fight. Now we didn't actually hit each other because I don't hit women. And it wasn't even more like we were yelling. We were just like looking just intense. I can't believe you lit another guy. I can't believe you didn't, I can't believe you did knock on the door, knock on the door you gave me a key, you know why you gave me a key, cause I was your boyfriend and the only person that should be banging the crap out of you was me, cause when I'm on the road and these waitresses and these people in the club and the audience members want to go back to my hotel room and get another hour and a half show with me on top of them instead of on top of a stage cause I'm just as good on top of the women as I am on top of the stage as you should know, uh, that's right but I never did it, I I never drilled one of those waitresses. I never took one of my audience members to Pound City. I never took anybody that I met uh, after the show to Drillville or Bang City or Pound Town or none of that crap. And I come back and some other guy's getting it on with you. You make me sick. And she opened her robe again, and that's when I knew I was mad. Because normally, when she opens her robe, whatever I was doing at that time would cease to exist, and then I'd jump on top of her. But when she opened her robe, all I could see was the, the was that guy's back and that guy's ass, you know, as if he was still on top of her, going to drill city and i was like grossed out by her delicious perfect body which under normal circumstances i would have banged the crap out of but in this circumstance i couldn't picture anything but that other guy going to town on her and i gave her a kiss on the forehead and i said you make i said you know what i deserved better than this i know i'm just a kid you know and i felt it was the first time i actually felt like a kid again cuz when you're 19 years old and your girlfriend's 29 and you getting it on with her all the time even, pe- even people just don't assume a 19 year old is getting on with a 29 year old so they're literally looking at you thinking you're a 29 year old that looks like a 19 year old well you must be eating healthy and you know you go along with it yeah you know i'm eating real good they don't realize you're just some punk ass kid and i felt like a man but then I realized when I came back to that apartment and a man was pounding away on top of my girlfriend that I was just a kid. <sighs> so I walk out of the place. You know, and I didn't even have a car. I had to walk, you know. Because <sighs> the thing was, it didn't really matter. Normally when I would go over there, I would get it on with her and ride back to where I was. And I had to catch the train back to Philly. And I'm hearing that song from the, that, 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 that sad music, The Lonely Man from the 70s era Hulk series. You know that song? I'm not going to hum the whole song. And that's what I heard. I was crushed. And, I, and no matter how old you are you never really cut you never really you can't really deal with that it's bad enough to have you to hear her on the phone talking to a dude or catch a love note or hear from some friends or maybe see a picture you know of her kissing some dude or drive by that's one thing but to actually walk in and a guy's on top of your girlfriend pounding away oh But when I think about it from an older guy's perspective, if I saw a 19-year-old that was going out with a smoking hot 29-year-old, I would probably pull him to the side and say, you know this isn't going to last, right? Just enjoy the fact that she's nailing you now. Eventually she's going to want somebody close to her own age and someone who's established in their career. Just enjoy the fact that you're getting it on with her now. And when she drops your ass, just... Be cool, feel the pain, and go about your business. And I'm starting to think time travel is real because 20-year-old me was in a very similar situation. 20-year-old me was nailing a hot, 20, a hot 35-year-old woman. And apparently 48-year-old me had gotten back to 20-year-old me and whispered in the 20-year-old me's ear and said, this is not going to work out. Just enjoy getting it on with her. And I enjoyed getting it on with her. And when she inevitably dropped my young, wet behind the ears, not even old enough to drink ass, I wasn't even upset. In my mind, I'm going, I had sex with you 114 times and I'm glad that I had sex with you 114 times because it felt great to have sex with you 114 times. She goes, you're such a wonderful young man. And as soon as they say young man, young man, is this, is, is you, you could already hear your feet hitting the steps, walking out of the apartment as they drop kick your punk ass out of the relationship. But that's okay. 48-year-old me apparently went back and talked to 20-year-old me and he took it graciously. In fact, 20 year old me said, Listen, I knew I was the rebound guy. I've already been through this. When I was a year, last year, I was with a a woman who was 29 years old. We got it on a bunch of times. Eventually, she wanted to be with someone who was more established in their career, closer to her age, more mature. Um, I, I appreciate you just dumping me and not cheating on me. She cheated on me. It's okay. We had sex 114 times. It was awesome. I enjoyed it. I kind of knew I was the rebound guy. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. And it happened again later on that year with a 32-year-old woman that I was banging the crap out of. And this time I knew in the beginning. I said, listen, I'm the rebound guy. I know it." I don't care. If we go out and this turns into a relationship, fantastic. I would love it. Not a problem. But if you decide to drop me at some point because you want to be with someone with a with a with a regular guy career, I'm okay with it. I don't mind, I don't mind you banging me for 8 weeks to 12 weeks before you decide that you want to be with someone else. It's okay. I'm the kind of person that will do that for you. In fact, I enjoy banging you so much. If the next relationship doesn't work out and you want to come back and bang the crap out of me for a few more months while you find someone that you really like and then the next relationship, just keep coming back. And if I'm not seeing anyone, I will make the sacrifice... Of banging the crap out of you while you look for the next person. I'm that kind of friend. Whenever you need to bang someone between boyfriends, I'll be there for you. I'll be there for you. When you need to do some banging, I'll be there for you between other dudes. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Because I like to give back to the community. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha because you gotta realize sometimes you're the rebound guy and if you're smart enough to realize and this is not gender specific ladies don't act like you don't know when you're the rebound lady he just got out of a marriage and then four ye- four days later he's dating you do you really think that's going anywhere? <laughs> only places is going is the bedroom and maybe a few plays and then he's gonna get his confidence back and it is gonna start going out with, the pe- with someone he really wants to be with you're dating damaged Doug not healthy Healthy Doug, Damaged Doug, right? Think about it. Doug's a car, right? When the person sells the car because they don't want that car anymore and they want to go get a new car, they sell Doug, and then you come up and buy Doug, and then eventually, you know, you start repairing Doug, right? And all of a sudden, the paint job is together, and the wheels are good, and the radio's fixed, and all the dents are gone, and now Doug looks like a great car. And the next thing you know, all of a sudden other people want to buy Doug well if it was a car it's your property and no matter how good it looks no one can buy it from you if he ain't willing to sell but this is not a car this is a person and now that he's all healed up and licked his wounds and he's been working out with you at the gym and he's all in good shape and all of a sudden you who were there for him four or five days after his long-term relationship ended you who were banging the crap out of him until he started feeling better about himself you might even have taught him a few things oh yeah or maybe he got to do a couple of things with you that he didn't want to do with her or couldn't do with her because she wasn't into those things but you were and now he's mastered those things and now he feels good about himself and now someone else is going to be riding the car that you spit shine oh no and that works out both ways my friend but there are occasions where you get damaged, Doug. You fix damage, Doug. And damaged, Doug is so happy that he's no longer damaged, Doug, that he thinks about you and realize I would be not, I would be damaged, Doug, if it wasn't for you. And I'm going to let you ride with me forever. But that usually doesn't happen. Usually you fix damage, Doug, and damaged, Doug gets the hell out of Dodge. That's right. And damaged, Debbie, too. Same thing. Well, I was damaged S. Anthony at the time because of all of those babes that had ripped my heart out, you know, and then I realized stop being a dumbass. Most relationships fail anyway until you find the one that lasts, right? You're gonna be in a bunch of relationships before you, keep in mind, in this thought experiment, I'm talking about when you find someone to spend your life with. Let's just say for the sake of argument, you find the person that is gonna be your wife or your husband and you spend 40 years with them or 50 years with them or whatever amount of time you have left before you drop dead and you're happy with them. Well, if you really think about it, every relationship before that failed right so why get upset you know what's going to happen it's like being an mma fighter when ronda rousey lost guess what All the best MMA fighters of all time have somewhere between 4 and 12 losses because the UFC if you can't fight or you're not a top fighter they get rid of your ass. There's no hiding from tough people. So guess what? You're going to fight the best people and if all you do is fight the best people eventually someone's going to hit you in the face and knock you out or hit you more times than you hit them and even if you don't look bad in the fight they're going to just squeeze past you. It's just the way it is and it's the same way in relationships. Most people aren't going to meet the first person they go out with bang the first person they go out with and then spend 70 years married to the bastard no what's going to happen is you're going to go out with somebody that's going to work out then you're going to get sick of her and drop her or she's going to get sick of you and drop you and you're going to repeat that cycle until if you're lucky you find the person that's right for you and you're right for them and you continue to be in wedded bang the crap out of each other's bliss until one or both of you drops dead and that's what you want So don't worry about it. That's why now if a relationship doesn't work, I don't care. It doesn't matter. I enjoyed being with you. I enjoyed banging the crap out of you. I enjoyed you banging the crap out of me. It didn't work out. I genuinely wish the lady the best, want the best for you, and I move on to whoever's next. Eventually... I will run across someone who understands me, and I understand them, and I respect them, and they respect me. All the disgusting bang crap I want to do, she's in all the disgusting crap I want to do. I'm in all the disgusting crap she wants to do. We bang the crap out of each other. We have a good life, and then one of us drops dead before the other one, or we both drop dead. Doesn't matter, but that's going to be the last long-term relationship for the most part except for the one that's not dead. That person will eventually probably go off and begin banging someone else. But that doesn't matter because the other one's dead. You know, so all I'm saying, my friends, is when I thought about that person that used to bang the crap out of me when I was 19 years old and cheated on me when I walked in on her banging somebody, I was mad back then. But now, 30 years later or so, 29 years later, I'm not mad. Why? Because I've banged a whole bunch of women between there and, and, and her and... And now, and it really doesn't matter anymore. I'm a grown man now, and I, I, I've, I've long since forgiven her for that. And now she's contacted me, and she sees I still look good in my picture, and she probably wants to get it on with me. And I'm guess what? <laughs> it ain't gonna happen. <laughs>
1: Uh, oh wait a minute is that the girl that did? oh yo, yeah, she looks good oh she 58 she
0: yeah she's 58 years old
1: oh man she looks good for her age yeah
0: she does doesn't she, she was always a beautiful woman
1: yeah is that the one you were banging last week
0: <clears throat> uh, no, because that, no, I, I d- d- d-
1: that was, uh, that's the one that was over here the other day. Remember when I came in the house and I brought that stuff for you and she came downstairs in a robe and you had nothing that you were wearing, walking around in your, in, your, in your underwear. And, uh, you said, man, it was great banging you after all these years.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a funny little joke. You told on the podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: uh, so, normally I'm annoyed when you show up and, and then and say some stuff, but this time, you know, you, what you're saying is so unbelievably untrue. But, but because this
1: yeah, she's outside right now. She said, hurry up and record this so you can come have some more for delicious buttocks.
0: <laughs> oh. You know, I have too much pride in myself and self esteem. And even though I know that what she did was a long time ago, I still realize it was time for me to move on. And, you know, I don't like to revisit. I don't like to revisit old relationships. I think it's wrong.
1: Dude, I saw you. I saw you. you had your hand on her ass and you were saying, "Hey baby, let me get some more of that." And then you're going and you said, "Hey, I learned a lot since the last time you saw me, baby. Let me get some of that." And I, and then you then you slammed the door cuz you didn't realize I saw you. <laughs>
0: oh, come on, man. You know that's enough of the jokes, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna turn your mic off, you piece of shit anyway folks like i said i mean he was he was completely lying there's absolutely no way in the world that i would you know i'm gonna revisit i mean come on i'm so hung up on a woman at almost 30 years later i mean she's 10 years older than me now it's different when you're 19 you know when she's 29 i'm 48 now she's probably she's almost 50 59 years old i mean i mean not not to be rude or anything like that but i usually i tend to date someone who's you know maybe I date between, you know, my age and, and under, you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's nothing wrong with women older than I am, uh, you know I mean, and they're attractive and a little wonderful, and who knows I may marry someone that's that's older than me but it's, but, but, but but I mean that's, that's a little bit too much of an age difference for, for me and I think that
1: I got my mic back on There's too much of an age difference for you come on man look at that woman she I mean she looks like she's 20 at least 10 15 years younger than her age I don't blame you for taking her to Pound city
0: yeah, I tore that I, 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 <clears throat> turn your mic back off <laughs> uh so anyway I'm I'm kind of celibate right now you know I'm trying to just concentrate on my work and uh definitely not um not about the uh, 17 minutes from now i definitely will not be uh you know going out of the house and uh and giving her for old times sake banging because uh that's beneath me to do that you know what i mean i mean what kind of person would just you know just just to, just to prove a point go back and bang an old girlfriend from 30 years ago just because she's in town for a couple of weeks you know what i mean you know it doesn't really matter you know somebody's in town for a couple of weeks i mean and they call up and said i st- i want to see if you still got it and then you go over to their hotel room and take them to pound city uh that that big because i'm i, I would not do that i'm you know i would say hey i'm a, i'm embarrassed that you would even do something like that you know and because that because that's embarrassing i mean what kind of weird person would look up somebody from 30 years ago because they enjoyed banging them so much when they were 19 and then You know, then you you bang them again at 48 and realize that they're even better at banging now. And you can't, I'm just saying, I wouldn't be involved in anything like that. And I don't care what high pitched, high voice boy just said. I'm just saying right now, I turned her down and then on her side. And then I got underneath. (laughs) Just kidding. Anyway, folks, uh, what I would say is listen, you know, uh, take care of yourselves, you know. Treat yourself good, and don't allow somebody from your past to just show up and become a part of your life again. And just because they, 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 I mean, once that chapter is closed, you should just close that chapter and move on with your life. Sometimes you can't go home again. Okay, that's my lesson for you. And I love every last one of you sass Bastards. Okay, all right. Segment over. Look at her out there. Good God. I'm gonna tear that up. Look at that boy. Well, I know she's I know she's ten years older than me, man, but I tell you when she when she contacted me on Facebook and I saw that picture, I was like, I ain't no way in the world she looked like that. And then I saw then then she did we did that thing on Skype and she, she put the thing down and walked back and did spun around. I was like, Good God, I mean that ass looked the same way it looked when I was tearing her up and she was twenty nine, you know what I'm saying that's why I was over her hotel room every night putting putting in that good work on her. You know the but oh, this is still recording. of course uh the the the, this still recording is part of the joke uh i I, I was doing a sketch where i pretended to to stop that i was didn't know i was recording and then see how funny that was (laughs) so like i said i wouldn't i i I, I don't even i don't even know what room she's in I, i don't even know what hotel she's in and i'm definitely not going there 18 minutes after I hit the, the the pause button or the stop button on this recorder, because that that you know that's that's that that would be kind of weird. <laughs> what I'm going to do now is, is watch the football game. I'm, I'm definitely not going to go over there and jump on top of her. <clears throat> uh, segment over. Well, folks, this has been another episode of the S. Anthony Says podcast, starring yours truly, S. Anthony Thomas. I want to thank you very very much for uh, stopping by and enjoying this weirdness and uh i appreciate you i really do it's been three plus years and it's been really really great being here talking to you weird bastards around the world uh folks this podcast is pretty much everywhere it's on itunes stitcher google play uh, iheart radio uh, tune-in radio, it's everywhere. And I know a lot of you are listening on different devices. And there's actually there's some people, uh, apparently a lot of people are now listening on Apple devices. I think the new people are listening on Apple devices. You're new. Uh, do me a favor, my friends. Uh, if you love this show, do me a favor. Please remember to rate and review this program. If you're listening on iTunes, it won't take, don't take you that long, just go to iTunes, give a nice 27-star review to this podcast, and Genuflect... About how much you love it. That would be great, you bastards. Also, uh, make sure you follow the social media for yours truly and for the show. The social media, if you're going to be on Twitter, is at S Anthony Thomas for me, at S Anthony says for the show. Uh, and I'm also, with, uh, also get on the Instagram too, my friends. I put stuff on there as well. And of course, surprisingly enough, if you're gonna find me on Instagram, this is gonna be a big shocker. S. Anthony Thomas is my name on Instagram. And I'm starting to use my, uh, my Periscope. So this is going to be a real shocker. The Periscope is also S. Anthony Thomas. It's amazing how that works, huh? <laughs> I'm creative. So, <laughs> so thank you very, very much. You guys have been very, very kind to me. Also, uh, for those of you that are sending me emails, I will, I will use some of your emails on the show uh, if it's appropriate, but the email address to me is talktosanthony at gmail.com, T-A-L-K-T-O, of course, my name, anthony at gmail.com. Now, if I have permission to use your email on the air, the air, please type at the bot. please type in, in the email right at the top, Yes, you can use this on the air because if I don't, if I don't see that you typed on it, yes, I can use it on the air. I ain't using it. So if you have questions, comments, or declarations of love, and they, and and it's something that I feel will fit into the show, I'll use it. You know, but if you decide to, you know, talk about how much I'm a double, triple, quadruple genius, a delicious chocolate man, an amazing human being the podcaster's podcaster a quadruple genius comedian an otherworldly storyteller that i have the smoothest tones of all time make sure you're writing all of this down because these these are suggestions for me on how you describe me not only to other people but also to me so remember the de- quadruple genius comedian otherworldly storyteller delicious chocolate man podcaster's podcaster and of course the most important human being that has ever walked this earth yeah so make sure you wrote all of that down and if you want to put that in if you decide to review the show on iTunes like like I would I would like you to do or whatever but mostly iTunes make sure you make sure you throw a lot of that in there You know, But but do me a favor, make sure you mix up the words a little bit because people are going to come and listen to this podcast and they're going to hear me say that and they're going to go, well, you just said that because you like him and he said to say that. So whatever you do, just talk about how incredible I am. But use your own language, you know. (laughs) I've gone too far in this segment. Much love to everybody. You guys have been really, really kind to me, and I really appreciate it. Thank you for everything, for the kind words, for listening, for telling friends, for subscribing. I really appreciate that. And that goes for everybody. My my sass bastards in Great Britain, my sass bastards right here in the United States, my sass bastards and all the other places that are listening right now. Thank you for spreading the word. Thank you for telling people, because I can see that you're doing it, and it means a lot to me. So thank you for all of that. Much love to every last one of my sass bastards and to me it doesn't matter whether you listen to me on a lawnmower, whether you're walking down the street with buds in your ears, whether you're on a treadmill, it doesn't matter. Thank you for letting me into your ears, into your mind, into your heart. And I'm going to say goodbye the way I always say goodbye. And I'm hoping no matter where you are, no matter where you're listening, if you're one of my sass bastards, I want you to say it with me on the count of three. You're going to do that? Of course we will. We love you. Fantastic. One, two, three, S. Anthony. Out Ooh. <laughs>